If you want girl parts and you don't have them, you can do special surgery where they turn your penis inside out and there's a vagina inside. and everybody's expecting him to sit down with Tucker Carlson and hang out with him. But you know what? I mean, Tucker Carlson's numbers haven't been that great since he left Fox News. This is why that DEI piece, the diversity, equity, and inclusion piece, becomes much more substantial because the reason why our students have always been failing is because of structural racism yeah. and because we don't have a lot of money compared to the amount of money that we should be allocated. So um, maybe we need to be more explicit about that, that white supremacy is um, very alive and well in our schools. Um, Feeling down. Spice up your life with Ragged LGBTQ Summer Camp. At this time, the board is ready to take action. We are seeking a motion and a second to approve the dismissal of Christopher Martin, art teacher at all elementary buildings, effective immediately. So moved. Seconded. Okay, roll call please. Dishab? Yes. Trazia? Yes. Sean Rana? Yes. Steve Philippus? Yes. 
Pittsman? Yes. Okay, motion passes. Martin? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got it. I'm sorry. Okay. Are we good now? Okay. I'm just going to say it. There are too many American flags. Like, they're on houses, they're on cars, saw them on couch cushions. Like, I don't know who's making these American flags, but they'd be making a bloody fortune. And, like, you're the only country that I know that does this. Like, the only time I think I've ever seen an Australian flag is like on the Harbour Bridge. Could not tell you what it looks like. Like I know it's like blue and it's got some stars on it. But I, I think I could draw the American flag from memory. Like I think I could make a bloody sculpture out of it. That's how many times I've seen it. It's enough. Let's pull back on it, okay? Let's stay humble. This still proves the validity of trans people. Because yes, there are innate biological differences between the sexes, which is why there's gender dysphoria, which is why there are trans people at all. Those biological differences have nothing to do with genitalia or chromosome configurations. If you did a brain scan of a trans individual, they would have that of the gender that they currently identify as. Gender in itself is not biological. We have assigned gender to genitalia, to chromosome configurations, even though there are more than two chromosome configurations. There are also cis women with the chromosome configuration XY, and there are cis women that take hormones. Gender in itself is a social construct. You self-proclaimed biologists are arguing with actual biology and sociology, and it's embarrassing. I just had my pre-op consultation for top surgery. Hi, I'm Emmett. I'm a trans man in the United States military, and I am documenting my journey, um, basically being the channel that I didn't have going through all this. I had to fly out to Ohio. For those of you who don't know, I live in New Jersey. Long story short, if I get top surgery through the military, it's free. And one of the surgeons that I could have picked is in Ohio. Um, I just happened to get in contact with them first and they are a great team. Met the guy today, seems cool. Seems like he knows what he's talking about, super nice. The nurse as well that I'm working with is also wonderful. She's so sweet. When I called to ask about like wait times and everything, she like mentioned her wife in the first minute and I was like, oh, I'm safe. It's another queer. I don't know if that's niche or not, but I instantly feel safer when talking to someone that's also queer. We set a top surgery date for December 6th. Hopefully it'll be earlier. My nurse said that they're gonna put me in if there's a cancellation. That's all, love you guys, bye. Quick little PSA, and um, I've been meaning to make this for a while, um, about that, and it's such a bad song, y'all, objectively. The Jason Aldean song, Try That in a Small Town, is, is, is really bad. But anyway, if you're a white person and you identify with it and you want to defend it and be vocal about the fact that you like it and, and you understand it, and in the face of black people telling you that the song is racist and the video is incredibly racist, you want to scream that it's not racist. Whether song is racist or not, that makes you inherently racist. Just a little food for thought. And before y'all go lighting up my comments with the I don't know what I'm talking about, the not me, not all, and all the other standard shit, just stop and think the logic through. Anyway, these are just my thoughts, y'all. Go have a day.
Hi, my name is Ains. I use he, him pronouns, and this is my first day on testosterone. Today is my fourth week on tea. So even though I'm like seven and a half weeks on tea, I it's been 11 weeks on tea. And this is my fourth month on testosterone. I'm gonna make a video of my tea shot routine. So I am 24 weeks on tea. I have two things to say about testosterone right now. And for reference, I'm about to be nine months on testosterone. So hey, it has now been 10 months on testosterone, and this is my voice. I'm also gonna talk a little bit about the most recent changes that I've experienced. Um, things that I feel like wait until a little bit later, like close to your one year mark, or at least that's how it's happened for me. So I've been getting a lot of like cystic acne, especially around here right now. Um, and it has more to do with like ingrown, they're more ingrown hairs than it is cystic acne because like my facial hair is like starting to come in. So like around my mustache and my beard, I'd be getting cystic acne. Um, my hair had slowly gotten curlier, but in the last like month, it's like really ramped up and gotten a lot curlier. Like I have like ringlets in the back and stuff like that. So that's really fun. Um, my body hair has gotten significantly darker in the last month, which is like absolutely crazy. And my favorite thing is that my voice has like settled a bit. So like I can sing more and my voice doesn't crack as much when I get excited, my voice doesn't crack. But um, yeah, those are all of my exciting tea updates. Have a wonderful day. It's a room, um, and you walk around the room for people to see it. Um, it was a little more vague, he said. It had windows everywhere, maybe possibly blood laying around. And then um, she told them the third um, one that they had the sentence. They have to finish the sentence, but they couldn't change the first two. I have it here. My son never even started it, and I was very proud of him. Now I want you guys to know that this is a new teacher. It says, I never meant to kill her. I only wanted to hurt her. But now her ghost followed me wherever I go. This is not a book. This is not something that they're studying. This was merely just for fun, apparently. I don't know how you can make this to be fun. I don't know how you can make it enjoyable. And my son told me that, he said, Mom, I sit there the rest of the class period, and all I thought was my mind is one of our places. If a student got a hold of this, and they just made a fictional book, and they finished that story, and it got fell on the ground, and another kid come and pick that up, that kid would go to the office, that kid would probably get expelled, that kid would probably um, have to be investigated from BCS, the parents would be investigated, and everything else. So the next day, I called and I asked for, you know, I wanted to do protocol and I asked to talk to the teacher. I did not get to talk to the teacher. I was told that Mr. D and um, Mr. Um, the principal at the middle school would uh, get back with me. By the end of the day, I heard that the teacher was brought in for questioning and she was told that she could do it again. But that was it. I still never got to ask her why she solicited all these students, not just my kid, all of the rest of the school or the classes to that. We have enough violence, we have enough negativity in the world for our kids to be subject to stuff like this. Story time. So I first came out to my students as non-binary in 2015 when I was a paraeducator in a high school in Maryland. Um, in the fall of 2016, I was student teaching in my master's program and I faced my first incidence of transphobia impacting my career. I assigned a news article to my students about Trans Day of Remembrance. The next week, my advisor told me the principal of the high school where I was student teaching had asked that I be removed from my placement because a parent had sent an email um, saying that they did not want their child in class with me. The parent claimed that I was pushing a liberal agenda by forcing kids to use alternate pronouns for me. I was obviously indignant to my core and my advisor was very supportive, but ultimately the university allowed it to happen and they made me do another student teaching placement the following spring.
That caused me to graduate a semester later than I should have. One of the many ways that transphobia can negatively impact a person's career. Fortunately, that second placement was in an amazingly supportive school where I got to work with the GSA um, and I got to experience teaching in a school that affirmed my trans identity for the first time. But I had learned the hard way that even in a place with non-discrimination policies, transphobes can weaponize their privilege and their fake outrage to harm trans people's careers. Is Benicia open-minded? Is this a town that values free speech? If you disagree with someone, would you contact their employer and demand they be fired? Here is my story. I was enjoying life in this beautiful small town with a happy family and a successful career. And as a mom of three, I'm an advocate for my children so I pay attention to what they are teaching in the schools. Did you know the Benicia Unified School District just approved new sexual education curriculum? On April 20th, I spoke at the school board meeting to say I disagreed with several items in the new lesson plans. You can hear what I said in the public video provided by the school district on their YouTube channel. Within days, letters were written to the Benicia Herald, the Vallejo Times Herald, and my company's corporate headquarters saying I was anti-equity, anti-trans, anti-black, anti-choice, and a homophobe because I dared to disagree with the new school curriculum. They called me a hateful bigot, a Nazi, a daughter of Hitler, and repeatedly identified me as a Compass real estate agent although I never mentioned I was a real estate agent or that I worked for Compass. Members of the Progressive Democrats of Benicia and a subset of that group called Benicia Resist continued in their campaign to have me fired. They referenced a website I started last year when the schools still mandated masks, which I created as a resource to show the school districts that allowed mask choice. Take a look for yourself at BeniciaFreedom.org. So because I voice my concerns about things like 10-year-olds being told in school that they can take puberty blockers, and I challenge the new curriculum that teaches children that boys can be girls and girls can be boys, the bullies in Benicia decided I should be fired. And you know what? Compass, a powerful national company who could have stood up for me and my American right to voice my opinion as a mom at a school board meeting, caved to the bullies' demands. The treasurer of the Progressive Democrats of Benicia demanded that Compass provide answers about what I said at the school board meeting, or she would go public, in her words, about Compass not reigning in hate for transgender kids. She even gave a deadline for her demands, and sure enough, like clockwork, Compass informed me that I could no longer be associated with them by her deadline date. So my entire business, everything I had invested was gone just like that by strangers who have never met me and newspapers who never even contacted me before printing hateful lies, none of which are true. The people who wrote to the newspapers and to Compass intentionally interfered with my business. What they did is illegal. But because of anti-slap laws in California, I cannot protect myself or go after them for destroying my career, even though what they did is against the law. How can it be that in America, a mom who speaks at a school board meeting 
can be targeted and canceled, losing her livelihood. What does that say about our community? Do you believe in diversity and inclusion? Are you truly open to diversity of opinion and inclusion of all beliefs? Or do you think people who disagree with you should be silenced? To the progressive Democrats of Benicia, whose website states their core principles are inclusion and tolerance, I challenge you to truly be inclusive and tolerant. Do you believe Benicia is a better place if everyone who disagrees with you is financially ruined and canceled? You've called me the most hateful things imaginable, all untrue. Why? Because I disagree with you? To the school board of Benicia, do you think parents who disagree sometimes should be canceled? I went from a vibrant, contributing member of your community to an outcast because I disagreed and spoke at a school board meeting. Is this the town you want? If concerned parents can be labeled as bigots and compared to Nazis in letters published in the local newspapers, what does that say about Benicia? Learn more at canceledinbenicia.com. I'm Janet Robertson. I have three children in the district, elementary school, middle school, high school. Um, at the last meeting, my time to speak was cut short, and there was so much to say about the new sex sexual education curriculum. I realized the curriculum has already been approved. I also realized that Miss Rice, who I incorrectly was referring to as a doctor <laughs> last week or last month, um, explained that only three families out of 4,500 students in Benicia voiced concern about the curriculum. Our family has also been told that we can simply have our children opt out of the sex ed classes if we have an issue with the classes. But I would like to say to you, who are entrusted to represent and make decisions for our children, and to the community that may be watching this video, that we have a big concern with what is now being taught to children as young as 10 in Benicia, such as children are being asked to identify their pronouns, and this is now part of the 10-year-old curriculum. This forces a gender discussion beyond the scope of the state requirements and complicates an already overburdened classroom environment. We are alarmed that gender identity is now being discussed in math classes. This takes time from core learning and does not benefit the students or our community. Teaching kids that there isn't any standard or truth and that you can believe anything you want to believe is not scientifically accurate or medically correct. For example, the notion that a girl can decide to be a boy or a boy can decide to be a girl is not true and should not be taught. The new curriculum teaches that individuals can decide if they're male or female regardless of anatomy, does not explain that a boy cannot menstruate and a girl cannot impregnate someone. This is not scientific or medically accurate. Our 10-year-olds will now be taught that they can receive puberty blockers to prevent their body from going through changes that make them uncomfortable. All humans are uncomfortable during adolescence. To teach vulnerable children that a lifetime of dependence on medical care is a viable option is completely unacceptable and evil, frankly. The new curriculum encourages gender confusion, not gender clarification. All parents should question how this is helpful, scientifically sound, or medically accurate. 12-year-olds will now be taught about oral and anal sex. 12-year-olds. So I get a little emotional about this because I think that's wrong. Um, the Ed Code 51933 requires that instruction and materials should be appropriate for use of pupils with, of all races, gender, sexual orientations, and ethnic and cultural backgrounds. Teaching children about oral and anal sex violates this law since several cultures would not find this teaching appropriate. 
When we asked, we were told the reason the curriculum removes the idea of male and female was to be more inclusive, but no longer include or no longer identifying females as having ovaries and males as having testes is not scientific, not med medically accurate, and not true. It's nonsense. It's not a choice. People are not gender fluid, and to teach our children this is not okay. Um, we're appalled that the school district has adopted this curriculum. Thank you. Thank you. If very anybody wants information on where to find this information in the new curriculum. I've researched it very thoroughly. I'm happy to provide that. Thank you.